That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> All right. Here goes today's reading out of the Body, Mind, and Spirit book from Hazelden. If the only prayer you say in your life is thank you, that would suffice by Meister Eckert. Sincere gratitude is the only attitude that always lifts our spirits. Be grateful for the good things and like being grateful for the good things in life can pick us up on days when we seem to be speeding downhill. Gratitude restores and heals because it lets us stand outside our own small circle of worry to view the bigger picture. It puts us in touch with our higher power and the wide-angle view of life. In the light of eternity, how important is our problem of the moment? Finding something to be grateful for and saying thank you gives us hope and a better understanding of our blessing and resources. Some days we may, fi- we may find a little to be grateful for, so we start with small things. We start with the ability to set up in the morning and go to bed at night. Flowers, sunsets, and the scent of the earth. If we're willing, we will always find an abundance of things to be grateful for. Today, let me cultivate an attitude of gratitude and hope for my life. See, the book believes in pictures of flowers too, or being grateful for flowers. Um, I am going to be grateful for my coffee this morning, the fact that you're here with me, and scheduling. And I'm going to say scheduling because my, I call it my brain train, so my thoughts start somewhere and they just continue, 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 and then I end up, you know, at, at the caboose and you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. So my brain train went to... Okay, I gotta say hello to you. Not have to, but you know what I mean. Say hello to you. And then I was already on tonight's episode because we got to go back to work on step four. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to be late for tonight's episode because I'm going for a bike ride. And the bike ride is my self-care thing for today. And I made plans with someone else to hold me accountable. So that was my whole brain train. And I'm grateful that it's sunny out and that I'm maintaining a schedule or booking things, like I said, to hold me accountable. Maybe at six o'clock tonight, I wouldn't really be interested in going in a bike ride if left to my own devices. However, now I've made a commitment to someone, so I'll go on my bike ride. Um, so ooh, three minutes in and we already talked about gratitude and scheduling and self-care. We're doing good already. I guess we're going to have an ambitious week. So just so I sneak it in, I'm going to remind you, drink your water. And if you didn't listen to last night's episode, think about not being hard on yourself today when it comes to work um, and stress and and just have a good week and do what you can do and understand that this is a once in a lifetime circumstance and you're doing the best you can. And that's all you can do. The last thing I want to talk about today and this stemmed from a conversation yesterday as well, the term stay in your own lane. And essentially, I looked it up this morning 
to see how the internet worded it. And <laughs> they say, mind your own business. When I was telling the person to stay in their own lane, I didn't mean it quite so harsh. But the the idea behind it is, you know, if you were driving down the highway, there's two lanes. You're not going to go in the other guy's lane, right? Because you'd crash. And the context surrounding the conversation that I had was about coworkers. And that's probably one of the easiest things to not stay in your own lane about, depending on you know, who you are, but it's, it's one of the easiest things. And I think the same thing could be said about recovery. If, well, I guess recovery in, in most circumstances. So let me use my work example first. So say somebody gets a promotion and you thought that somebody else should. Oh, I remember an example. One of our big, big bosses got promoted to being a bigger boss and at the time, there was a lady there, um, a, a clerk, who didn't even have any, like, true interaction with him. And she was kind of a negative Nilly anyway. But I watched her. I sat across from her, and I watched her call all of the people in the building that she was super friendly with to complain about this guy getting promoted and bitch about her salary compared to his. And she wasn't staying in her own lane. Like, what a waste of energy to spend time like gossiping and, and spreading angst about it instead of supporting this guy, no matter what, whether she liked him or her friends liked him or whatever, the organization felt he should be promoted. So she wasn't staying in her lane. And all it did was increase her stress level, right? She's not feeling good about it, then you just become miserable. And, and those are the kinds of feelings that, first of all, that one could be avoided. You know, you don't need to generate all that angst about something. Granted, it takes practice for love and kindness and, and to not do that if that's kind of your dynamic. However, it's you don't need to generate it in the first place. And never mind the amount of time so here she is wasting company time <laughs> wondering how this guy got promoted and she didn't, you know, or however her brain worked on that topic. So the other thing about staying in your own lane, it could be with recovery. Um, you know, you could be in a group and be talking about something and somebody want to give you advice or tell you what to do. Now, it may come from a very good place, like the other person may be wanting to help, but they're not staying in their lane, or at least it might not feel like it, depending on the approach. And and that kind of goes back to something I was saying the other day about, you know, when we're in recovery and we're in group environments, I think it's a good idea to really keep it eye-focused, me-focused, instead of coming across as preachy, it should be, you know, well, I went through something like that and here is how I handled it and here was the result. Now, I guess I'm preaching about this being my opinion. However, I'm seeing and have seen through the years, you know, people get turned off. I get turned off when people tell me what to do in the set, you know, in their approach. It's not that the content isn't bad, but when you start telling me like I'm less than you, I'm already turned off or, 
or if it feels like you're bossing me around with as independent as I am, which is on my step fourness, you know, which we'll talk about tonight. But um, those automatically, like my coat of armor goes up, like you're not going to tell me what to do. So then I don't even get the message and the message might be brilliant. It might be something life changing. It could be a myriad of things. However, I'll never know because the approach wasn't effective. So, so my advice for today, drink your water, get ready for a little bit more step work tonight, stay in your own lane and go easy on yourself. Don't be stressed out. Um, yeah, that's, that's a pretty healthy list. Oh, and, and try to find something to be grateful for since that's what our reading is about. And it can be as simple as the sun shining on a day you want to go for a bike ride. All right, everybody. Have a great start to the week, and I will see you later. And you're